Welcome to episode 245 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. Well, this is the end of the mission statement for this podcast. We have covered every episode of the X-Files, at least as of the time of this recording in 2020. We have covered the movies, we have covered every episode of The Lone Gunman, and we have gone through the parodies of the X-Files that came out as well. So now in this seemingly final episode, we're going to talk about what the X-Files has meant to you, the listener. I've been asking for those submissions for the past several months, and those responses are going to be following now. Hi, Blaine. Just want to say a huge thank you to your podcast. It's been a fantastic companion to listening episode, to episodes over the years, and I really appreciate all the work you've done. Um, and I actually haven't listened to your Lone Gunman episodes because I'm about to start watching the show for the first time. So I look forward to listening to those. Um, in relation to your question, what the X-Files means to me, it's, um, it's just my favourite show. It's a show that's ever present in my life. Um, big fan of it, of course. Um, continuously rewatch as well. So I'll watch it from start to finish, including the movies, and then rewatch and rewatch again. So it's just something that is um, a show that I turn to um, all the time and a show that I love. Uh, and again, I uh, just want to say thank you. Hi, Blaine. This is Berlinda Henning from Memphis, Tennessee. And as a longtime X-Files fan, you asked us to talk about what the X-Files means to us. Well, for me, it's so much more than the TV show, which was great, but it's the friends I made through the X-Files TV show. I found Alt-TV X-Files back when news groups were a thing, and I met so many people that are friends for life. I visited them. They visited me. We've gotten together for years now, all because of this show. And when we would log on every night after the show aired, we'd have our own theories about what happened. We'd have the shipper versus the No Romo Wars. No Romo forever. And we just had so much fun with our crazy names and our rules and all the things we did. And as much as I love the show, especially the Monster of the Week episodes, which I always thought were better than the Myth Arc, but that's just me. And I love the Mulder-Scully dynamic, but they did not do it. I'm a no-romo to the core. And I just loved everything about it. But most of all, it was the people I met, like you, because of this show. So thanks for letting me share my thoughts. And the truth is out there, and this is part of it. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, for those thoughts and submissions. It is greatly appreciated. And I just wanted to wrap up by talking about what The X-Files has meant to me. As listeners know, I found it and sort of became a fan in the tail end of Season 2, and particularly in Season 3. And I followed it to the end. In fact, when I was doing my master's degree, I am the kind of guy that can get completely involved in work unless I feel like I have a responsibility to do something for myself. And there's a website that was still Sci-Fi News. It was not yet Bureau 42. At that time, Dave Smith was the only person involved, and he put out a call for help and support and contributions. So to make sure I still had something I was doing just for me, I volunteered to start reviewing the X-Files with Season 8. 
so that's how I became one of the writers in Bureau 42, which I have been doing now for 20 years. And it was the X-Files that brought me to that. And then again, the X-Files brought me into podcasting. It was this podcast project that got me involved in podcasting in the first place. And it seems odd to say it's done. So I've decided it's not done. Sure, we've gone through every TV episode of the X-Files of The Lone Gunman and done both of the movies as well as the parodies of them. But there's a lot more X-Files content out there, including novels, short story collections, comic books, a couple of video games. So I've decided I'm going to start covering those. And because Jose Chong came from the X-Files and appeared in Millennium, and then Millennium got its series finale in the X-Files, that will include coverage of all 67 episodes of Millennium. So how am I going to set it up and go through it? Well, there's a website called xfilesorder.com. It grew out of Travis Starn's Complete Marvel Reading Order. He's also got orders there for Star Trek, Star Wars, and a number of other projects, including the whole Buffyverse, Dragonlance. One of them is the X-Files. So they are taking all those short stories, all those comics, everything, and slotting them into a chronology for an actual readable sequence. So I'm going to continue with these podcasts every two weeks. And each of those two weeks, I'm going to go to xfilesorder.com and cover the next project that I haven't read yet. The order is still being written as things are published. At the time of this recording, they are caught up to the end of season nine, but haven't gone through the movies or season 10 or 11 yet. Although I trust they will be much further than that by the time you hear this. So I am just going to tune into that or check that out every couple of weeks. I am going to record the last project. And once that's logged, I will tell you what the next project will be. So in that sense, and with that idea in mind, I'm going to invite everyone to come back two weeks from now when I discuss the short story, The Voice of Experience which is number eight in the reading order. It goes between The Ghost in the Machine and Ice, two episodes from season one. It starts on page 257 of The X-Files, The Truth is Out There, a collection published by IDW on February 17th, 2016. And it was written by Rachel Kane. So thank you for listening and join us again in two weeks to discuss The Voice of Experience. Hello everyone, Blaine here. As you would have very recently heard, my plan following the conclusion of the broadcast episodes of The X-Files was to go through all the other ancillary media, the short stories, the novels, the comic books, video games I can get my hands on, and so forth, including a complete run-through of Millennium. Those plans were made, and I recorded a number of episodes before we found out my wife was pregnant. That was several months ago. The baby is now a month away, due in August of 2021. So we're hoping to have a healthy baby girl long before you ever hear this. But I am finding the preps before the baby's even here are taking up a lot of my time. So I will no longer be producing the X-Files series on a regular schedule. Everything I have made and have pre-recorded will be released bi-weekly. Beyond that, I'm not going to say I'm ever going to give up this podcast entirely until I've checked all the boxes, 
but I'm not going to promise any particular schedule for the releases. When I feel like doing one, I'll do one. They may be few and far between. So thank you for your support, thank you for your understanding, and thank you for listening. And those episodes that I already have prepared will be coming up over the next several weeks, and who knows what will happen after that. Thank you for your understanding.